This is Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as they address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. Hello and welcome back to Financially Tuned. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management, and as always, I'm joined by Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions, as well as our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, listeners, if at any point during the show you want to learn a little bit more information, feel free to give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit our website at retirewithbushka.com. That's retire with B-U-S-K-A. Com. Now, when you're at the website, feel free to head over to that radio page and check out some of our past shows. And also be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. And of course, that's going to make sure that you're always kept up to date with our most up to date episodes. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about celebrities legacy planning mistakes. And not getting around to legacy planning can have long-term ramifications. And we're going to look at some celebrities who made legacy planning mistakes that definitely had long-term ramifications for their heirs. Now, this information comes from Kiplinger.com's fittingly named article, Estate Planning Mistakes Celebrities Made. Right. And the wow, that's an exciting... It's actually... People are fascinated by this. I know I am anyway. And obviously, it's, it's sad to lose loved ones and... Uh, you know, artists and, and performers and celebrities who were fans of. Uh, but it is fascinating and interesting to learn about uh, some of the things they did and didn't do, especially since most of them had so much money. So I am looking forward to this topic. But before we get into that, I wanted to tell you, thanks for having me on the show, Sue and Cole. I love doing this each week with you guys. I've been great. How's everything going over there? How are you doing, Sue? I'm doing great getting ready for the holidays and all the hustle and bustle. Yeah, they're coming up quick. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, they are. And Cole, I imagine you've been busy as usual. Your schedule is crazy, right? Well, of course, we always uh, we always try to stay busy, but uh, that's uh, that's not a bad thing. Keeps us out of trouble and keeps, uh, keeps us meeting with clients and, and helping people out with their retirement planning. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, again, this is a good topic. I mean, we've all heard the rumors and horror stories out there. Uh, about celebrities in their estates, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, thinking of death can be uncomfortable. Uh, you know, not many people really want to think about that. Right. But it is extremely important to have a plan in place. You know, that may include life insurance, for example, uh, or some sort of legacy plan, including a will or a trust of some nature. And today we're going to talk through some of the mistakes that even the most famous individuals are capable of making. That's right, Colin. As reported by the Associated Press in September of 2018, the late Aretha Franklin left no will or a trust for her reported $80 million estate. And her family could now face lengthy court proceedings when dividing up her fortune. Now, Franklin's attorney of 28 years, Don Wilson, confirmed to the Associated Press that there were no plans in place for the Queen of Souls' wealth. Wilson said, I tried to convince her that she should do not just a will, but a trust while she was still alive. 
She never told me no. I don't want to do one. She understood the need. It just didn't seem to be something that she got around to doing. And we see a lot of that. Well, and Sue, that seems like an important thing to get around to, doesn't it? I mean, uh, what are some other mistakes you guys have heard about celebrities making when it comes to wills and legacy planning? Well, we've already mentioned what happened when the Queen of Soul passed away. But what about the legacy of Prince himself? Music, fashion, and film icon Prince Rogers Nelson died without an established legacy plan at all. Now, dying without a will leaves the process of distributing your assets up to the state. Without a will, the wishes of the deceased cannot be followed. That's right. And because of that, a judge in Minnesota was given the task of dividing up Prince Rogers Nelson's estate um, and all of his assets, which really was no small task, considering the assets are estimated to be in the excess of $200 million. Now, the judge also had to divide it amongst Prince's living siblings and half-siblings. In a case this large, often the only ones who immediately profit are the lawyers involved. And according to the Kiplinger article, two years after his death, none of Prince's heirs had received a single dime. Now, that's a pretty long time to wait for a case to be resolved. Well, two years and then some? I mean, uh, that is that is a long time to wait for a resolution. I mean, it seems like having a will or a legacy plan in place is pretty important. That's right, Tony. Um, having a legacy plan is really important but it is also important to have an updated will or plan in place. So, for instance, Barry White passed away in 2003. At the end of time, he was not legally divorced from a second wife, and they were, but they were, however, separated. So despite the fact that they were separated, White's will still indicated that his wife was to inherit everything. His living girlfriend of sev- several years and all of his nine children received nothing in that version of his will. So, as you can imagine, a court battle ensued between all the parties involved. No one wants their family or loved ones or business partners fighting after their death. Wow, that's terrible. I I mean, yeah, what an oversight. So, uh, how is Heath Ledger's situation different? I mean, uh, I loved Heath Ledger as the Joker in the Batman movie, The Dark Knight. I love that movie, but especially... His performance as the Joker, and it was such a shame to lose him so young, too. Absolutely, yeah. He he was a great actor. You know, yeah. the Heath Ledger situ- situation was the same because his will was outdated as well. When he passed away in 2008, his will directed that everything in his legacy should be left to his immediate family. His parents and three sisters inherited the entire thing. The only thing is that the will was created before his daughter with actress Michelle Williams was born. So they were um, initially left with nothing on top of losing a loved one. However, uh, there is where there is where. (laughs) Good Lord. All right. However, there is where Heath Ledger's situation. Say, say, however, this is where it should be. This. Sorry. This is where. Okay. Okay. God damn script writers. I'm going to add something after that, too, Tony. However, this is where Heath Ledger's situation diverges from White's. Ledger's family later gave all the money from the legacy to his daughter, Matilda. In this case, his daughter was provided for in spite of his outdated will. You know, these are all really good points, Tony, because when we do meet with our clients, we make sure that their wills or trusts are updated Um, especially even prospective clients, that's one of the questions we always ask is, 
do you have a will or a trust? Because it is very, very important. We've seen where beneficiaries never got changed and the people were divorced and all of a sudden the ex-spouse was the beneficiary on different accounts. And that that can cause a lot of problems. Well, yeah, for sure. Uh, at least the Heath Ledger story, though, had a bit of a happy ending. And I bet that's rare right. that whoever inherits the money actually right. gives it to who probably deserved it. So um, so at that point, I think that what you're trying to say there, Sue and Cole, is it's not just important to have a will, but also a recently updated will. Absolutely. Recently updated and complete. According to an AARP article from 2016 entitled Celebrity Planning Mistakes, actor uh, James Gandolfini had a will set up to provide for his wife, daughter, and two sisters upon his death, which unexpectedly came in the form of a heart attack while on vacation in Rome back in 2013. However, because the will was not set up to protect his roughly $70 million nest egg from legacy taxes, his heirs were hit with legacy taxes that were up to 55% of the value of the inheritance, which was a pretty costly mistake, to be sure. Oh, that's huge. Yikes. I mean, over half uh, got taken away uh, in taxes. So to recap, then, what you're saying is not having a will is bad. Having a will is better. Having an updated will is even better, and having a will that protects against tax consequences, uh, that might be even better than the even better, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, that's right, Tony. I mean, there are many things that go into having an appropriate legacy plan in place, and we've only talked about a few of the legacy planning mistakes that celebrities have made so far. Right, but we do need to take a quick break right here. Our time is almost up for this first segment of the show is there anything you want to share with the listeners before we take a quick break? Well, we always want to mention to our listeners that we're here to help. You know, I mean, we talk a lot about topics every week that for many of our prospective clients and, and clients that we've met for the first time can be really tricky to navigate on their own and figure out if they've got the right pieces in place. So we encourage all of our listeners to reach out to us at 715 715- Three five five four 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 five, or visit our website at retirewithbushka.com to get a little bit more information and also to schedule a complimentary consultation. Each week we set aside some time in our calendars so that we can meet with our radio listeners to help make sure that they have the best possible plan for the retirement they've worked so hard for. So again, give us a call at 715-355-4445 or visit us online at retirewithbushka.com today to schedule that complimentary consultation. Yeah, wow, that sounds good. Great offer for our listeners. Thanks, Cole. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Tuned and our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner, right after this. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Give us a call at 715-355-4445 or retirewithbushka.com to get your copy. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and today, great show. We're talking about celebrity legacy planning mistakes. And uh, boy, there's been some big ones. Uh, obviously, not getting around to legacy planning can have long-term ramifications. 
And we're going to look at some celebrities who made these planning mistakes uh, that did have a huge ramifications for their heirs. Um, a lot of the information we're talking about today, Colin Sue, uh, you mentioned it comes from a Kiplinger.com article entitled The State Planning Mistakes That Celebrities Made. Now, we've already talked about some mistakes by Aretha Franklin, Prince, Barry White, Heath Ledger, and even James Gandolfini from The Sopranos. Um, huge. Those are all big names and who have unfortunately passed away, but also didn't have proper wills or updated wills in place, which is, is huge, especially when dealing with those sums. What did you say? Prince had $200 million? Yeah, $200 million. Didn't have a, a will. Uh uh, but, I mean, listen to that, though. That would be quite the guest list for a show, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all those celebrities, sure we should have them on the show. Uh, too late now, yeah. but uh, who else is on this list? Well, none other than Olympic sprinter Florence Griffith Joyner. Uh, Flojo, uh, as she was known. Flojo. Uh, yeah, Flojo. She set the world record in the 100-meter dash at the 1988 Olympic trials in Indianapolis and then went on to set a record in the 200 meters in the Summer Olympics of 1988 in Seoul, South Korea. She was a leader in fashion and even designed the uniforms for the Indiana Pacers in 1989. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> now that's yeah. a random fact. Yeah. So Flojo, the famous Olympic uh, medalist, actually was a designer that designed the basketball uniforms for the Indiana Pacers. I did not know that one. Yeah, and you know, Tony, among her many accomplishments was also creating a legacy plan. At least her heirs believed there was a will. They just couldn't find it, which, as it often does, led to years of legal battles between her heirs. Wow, so she had a will, but they couldn't find it? Uh, that yep. sounds like a mystery show or a reality show on TV. Well, it certainly it certainly wasn't entertaining for the family involved because many legacy planning uh, lawyers will keep a copy of your will. Um, for instance, at Bushka Retirement Solutions, we also offer our clients a digital lockbox called the Generational Vault where they can keep important documents, and they can even create access to specific documents and folders for their lawyer, lawyers, or beneficiaries. So in Flojo's case, if she had been able to utilize the generational vault and place a copy of her will in it, her heirs wouldn't have had to waste time and money fighting in court. Now, her will would have been accessible at any time, anywhere there was uh, internet connection. So it sounds like this generational vault is the gold standard then for keeping documents stored digitally. Well, Tony, it hasn't performed in the Olympics, <laughs> but the generational vault does have a 2048-bit public encryption key, unlimited storage, multimedia file support, and 24 hours, uh, seven days a week client access. So it is certainly top of the line. Now, generational vault users don't have to worry about forgetting where they put their trusts, wills, powers of attorney, insurance policies, investment statements, and other critical documents because they can now all be kept in one place that's easily accept, uh, accessible and also safe and secure. The Generational Vault is really a virtual safety deposit box for you to upload important documents and to view your most up-to-date financial information. It, yeah, that's right, Colin. It's, it's comprised of three dynamic components. One is it has a secure portal to pass and store confidential financial documents. It also has a daily investment and banking values powered by a third-party vendor. And it also has snapshots of financial assets and expenses for you to view 
your full financial position and receive monthly newsletters, market commentaries, and meeting alerts. So not to keep harping on the value of the generational vault, it's very easy to see how Flojo would have benefited from it. And it's truly like having a team of specialists working around the clock, keeping an eye on your accounts. Well, it certainly seems like a valuable resource, like something that uh, feels like only celebrities would have access to. And, and speaking of celebrities, who's next on our list of legacy planning mistakes? Well, next on the list, Tony, is, is one of the most important figures in the history of Hollywood, Marlon Brando. Brando is widely considered one of the greatest actors of all time, from iconic roles in A Streetcar Named Desire and The Godfather to his bad boy behavior. Uh, Brando was well known around the world. And uh, when he passed away in July of 2004, he had a legacy plan for his estimated fortune of nearly $100 million. And according to the Kiplinger article, Brando had verbally promised to his housekeeper that she would inherit his home in the event of his death. However, even though he may have told her that, it was never formalized in writing. So I'm sure you can guess what happened next. Well, (laughs) I'm guessing something involving lawyers and lawsuits, right? Absolutely. You know, the, the housekeeper actually sued the legacy for the value of the home and an additional $2 million in damages. The case was eventually settled years later for $125,000. Now, it is very important that any promises you make that they be put down in writing. Even if it seems like something much less valuable than a lavish mansion, it needs to be documented. If you want to make sure that your bottle cap collection goes to the right person, be sure to put that in your will. Um, That way there is, you know, no confusion. And no matter the monetary value, any direct willed item should be expressly detailed in your legacy plan in writing. Yeah, and that this this one really illustrates that. And I, you know, Brando, huge. I would call him one of the most enigmatic figures in, in the history of Hollywood. Goal. Um, but you know, just to recap, what you're saying here, uh, having a will is necessary, uh, but it should be current, complete, expressly detailed and set up in a tax-efficient way, right? Well, that's a good start, Tony, but the best way is to work with a legacy planning professional to make sure that everything is in order. Also, review your legacy plan regularly, especially if there are important life changes like divorce, the birth of a new child, or some secret promises made to the housekeeper. (laughs) Your legacy plan will change and evolve over time, so it's a really great idea to keep in mind and always make sure it's up-to-date. Well, yeah, great advice. Now, our time is almost up for this segment. We have to take another quick break here. Is there anything either one of you want to add before we do? Well, like Sue had mentioned, it's important to work with a legacy planning professional, someone who has experience and knowledge in this area. And this is something that Sue and I spend uh, some time talking with clients with every day. And so we encourage any of our listeners that are pondering whether or not they have the right plan in place, or maybe they want that second opinion to make sure that they're utilizing all of the options that they should be. We encourage them to reach out to us at 715 355-4445 or visit our website at retirewithbushka.com and uh, they'll be able to schedule a complimentary consultation with our team so that they can make sure that they are taking advantage of the legacy planning um, tools that they should be as well as be introduced to the generational vault and be allowed to utilize that uh, to keep that information safe and secure once they have it in the right place. Yeah, very good. And what's that phone number once again, if listeners want to call and set up a complimentary consultation uh, to ask you questions about 
legacy planning or financial planning? Absolutely. That's 715-355-4445. All right. Thanks, Cole. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of our hosts, Sue and Cole, here on Financially Tuned right after this. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with our host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and it's been a great show today. Very fascinating. We've been discussing some legacy planning mistakes made by celebrities. And for our last segment of today's episode, I know you guys want to talk about some things we can do, some things we can do to avoid similar problems uh, with or make, you know, we don't want to make those same legacy planning mistakes that some of these celebrities have made. Uh, so, what, what are some things we can do to avoid this? Well, Tony, that's right. Legacy organization is as important as ever and affects everyone. It's really helpful to ask yourself these three questions. First of all, are your assets actually titled and held the way you think they are? Are your beneficiaries set up the way you think they should be? Or have there been changes to your family or those you desire as beneficiaries? Now, there is more to your legacy beyond your property, your money, investments, and other assets that you leave to family members, loved ones, and charities. Beyond a will and a plan for your resources, it is important that you make your wishes known to someone for the rest of your personal legacy. Well, and we learned, you know, from Marlon Brando's story that it's important to write down your instructions or wishes Regardless of monetary value, I remember my grand, my grandpa Whelan, who had three daughters, my mom and her two sisters, and he had this uh, ring from the Masons. He had been in the Masons for years and years since he was a young man, and the ring was really special. Uh, for some reason, they all wanted it, and of course, he didn't think about this or sit down with them and ask them if there were specific things like that. He would have never thought that that would, you know, cause an argument, but it did. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that right. Happens. We see that all the time. Yeah. yeah. In fact, Cole, you have, um, we can tell the story about uh, your step-grandmother. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it just kind of uh, uh, explains the importance of making sure that your legacy plan is up to date as soon as you can. I mean, you never know when something might happen unexpectedly. I know when my grandfather um, on my dad's side passed away, I um, um, uh, we ended up meeting with my step-grandmother to ensure that the estate plan was uh, brought back in order and, and this was a few years after my grandfather passed away, and we found that she hadn't ever done anything with the estate plan after he passed. And so she met with her attorney and uh, got some things redrafted. And, and luckily, we did it when we did, because 
um, uh, not too long later, she was actually diagnosed with dementia. And uh, and at that point, they took away her ability to make financial changes. And so luckily, we got everything adjusted to the point where it, you know, it really reflected her and, and my grandfather's wishes and um, did that before anything happened where she wouldn't be able to change that again. So, I mean, it just stresses the importance of having that done now because you never know when something unexpected might happen where you may not be able to make changes to it after that. Yeah, that's a really you know, that's good, really that's important. A, yeah, that's huge. And that's a great example. Yeah. And beyond that, I mean, everyone has a legacy beyond money. I mean, you've got to remember that you also leave behind personal items of importance, um, your values and beliefs, your personal and family history and your wishes. And when it comes time for your family and loved ones to make decisions after you're gone, knowing your wishes can really help uh, them make decisions that honor you and your legacy and give meaning to what you left behind. Now, this would have helped Brando's legacy avoid those lawyers and lawsuits related to a claimed verbal promise. You may want to organize and think about your personal stories and recollections, values, personal items, and um, you know things of emotional significance, as well as financial assets and more. And then you and your financial services professional or legacy planning professional can determine how you want to make a plan to pass these things on to your family. So is it important to work with someone like yourself, uh, a financial professional, when legacy planning? Oh, absolutely, Tony, because working with a trusted financial professional can help you cut through the red tape, the sales speak, and confusion. This allows you to iron out a plan that meets your goals and best serves your desires for your money. Now, remember, things change relationships evolve, and the way you would like the legacy organized needs to adapt to the changes that happen throughout your life. Now, there may be a new child or a grandchild in your family, or you may have been divorced or remarried. So a professional will regularly um, review your legacy resources and work with you to make sure that everything's up to date and that your current plan reflects your current wishes. Then remember, if you work with Uh, someone like Cole and myself at Bushka Retirement Solutions, remember that all of your important information can be stored digitally and made accessible at any time. You can even give access to your beneficiaries or trustees of your estate. So when the time comes for the wishes and plans of your uh, last will and testament to be carried out, your executor or heirs won't be searching through safety deposit box or hidden drawers in your desk to find them. They'll know exactly where your documents are held securely in the generational vault. All right. Well, great, great advice and some good points. As usual, the time just flew by and our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, like we were just mentioning, Tony, for any of our listeners that want to get a second opinion on their current legacy plan or maybe want to get started working on their legacy plan, we highly encourage them to reach out to us to schedule a complimentary consultation today at 715-355-4445. Or they can visit that website at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. And Sue and I would be happy to sit down and uh, and go through your wishes and, and ensure that you have the best possible plan in place. And also help you to understand how the generational vault may be able to keep all of that information safe and secure and accessible for when it may be needed at some point down the road. All right, that sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions. 
and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions or Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit their website at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.